Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Mr. Jim Dutton, you are a riot. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Yeah, I'm called to speak to the great one on home repair. <laughs> America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com Wall foam insulation for existing homes Cadell Electric Services For all of your electrical needs Dallas Bath and Glass Frameless Shower Doors Texas Remodel Team Your complete solution for home renovations U.S. Tree Care Give your trees the care they need And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios Here's Jim Dutton Welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have, just feel free to pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. Phone number is so simple, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-WBAP. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and like I said, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget, we got our website, THI pro.com that's thi pro.com there you can find links to all the different sponsors you hear me talk about and these are all companies i've checked out i know they're going to do a great job for you so you can be assured when you call any of the contractors that you find at thi pro.com that they're going to do what you need done so but this is saturday 12 o'clock well actually it's 1207 now time to take your calls and answer your questions 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. So pick up the phone, give me a call, and we'll see what we can do to get your questions answered here on Texas Home Improvement today. I do want to thank Floor and Decor for taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. They got the best selection, best, best prices, and expert advice when it comes to any of your hard floor surface. And they do, they do so much more than that. They've got all the tools you need, all the... Uh, installation materials you need more than just the wood floors and the tile and the you know all that kind of stuff they've got everything that goes with it as well plus they've got classes that they do on Saturdays I mean floor and decor really is set up to help you out whether you're gonna do it yourself or have a contractor do it floor and decor is a great place to go to get your flooring but it's time to take your calls and answer your questions. So 1-800-288-9227. That's the number to call, 1-800-288-9227. And I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Now, let's let's talk weather for just a minute, you know, and I periodically will go back to the weather. I was watching the news this morning. We are 21 days now, again, in North Texas with no measurable rainfall. So, we went from drought, we went to rain, we're back into drought situation. If you are not watering your foundation, I know many people at this time of year stop watering their foundation because they think the trees are going dormant and, and it's going to be okay. If you do not continue to water your foundation, I will guarantee you that you will have a foundation problem down the road. 
the moisture is disappearing from the soil again. I'm getting more calls about the gap between the soil and the foundation on houses, and that's nothing more than the soil shrinking when it dries out. So get your soaker hoses out, start watering your foundation. Even if you got a yard sprinkler system, you need soaker hoses to water that foundation or some type of drip irrigation to water the foundation. It requires a little bit of moisture daily. In fact, the instructions I give, twice a day, 15 minutes each time. Most yard irrigation systems go every two or three days for 10 to 15 minutes. That's it. The difference is when you're watering your yard, you're trying to just take care of the top three, four inches to water the grass and, and flowers and stuff like that. When you're watering for the foundation, you're trying to soak the soil deep down. You're trying to get down five, six, seven feet with the moisture. It takes time. It takes consistency to do that. And you only get that by giving it a little bit of water every single day. So by all means, if you're not watering the foundation right now, I'm giving you a heads up to save you thousands of dollars. This is the time to be doing it. Now, if you got a home improvement question, whether you're dealing with a contractor, doing the project yourself, maybe, maybe you got an inspection report that's telling you, you got to do all these things to bring the house up to code. Maybe you're thinking about building the house. I don't care. Whatever your question is regarding your home, feel free to pick up the phone and give me a call. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And that's what I'm here to, to help you with. Whatever home improvement question you have, feel free to pick up the phone, give me a call, and we will see what we can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. And talking about hiring a, a contractor or you know what, let's start with the inspection report first. And I know I touch on this all the time, but, you know, and if you've heard it before, just give me a moment because, let's face it, not everybody listens all the time, every week, and so sometimes I have to repeat things. Inspection reports is one of those things that a lot of times people see it, and the first thing they do is, oh my gosh, i got to repair all these things. Just because you get an inspection report that says not everything is up to code does not mean that you have to repair all those things. And I say that, I, I'm, I'm going to use cracked glass as an example. So you got a piece of glass that's cracked in the window, and it's written up in the inspection report. Now, does that mean you have to fix that piece of glass in order to sell the house? Absolutely not. Now, that piece of glass may be 20 bucks, and it's well worth fixing it, in order to make the sale close if you've got a sale and that's what came up. But there are other things that come up as well. Uh, the water heater is a good example. The water heater is not on a pedestal, therefore it doesn't meet current code. Well, if the water heater was put in prior to that code, you do not necessarily have to bring it up to code. Can the buyer say, hey, they don't want the house unless you do that? Absolutely. That's not what we're talking about right now. I'm simply stating it is a negotiable item. You do not necessarily have to just jump in and do the repairs immediately simply because somebody has told you you have to do it. But if you got a buyer and they want it done, yeah, typically we're going to do those items just to go ahead and get the, the deal closed. But don't let the inspection reports scare the heck out of you. 
and unfortunately a lot of times they do if the house was my house was built in 1973 it is not going to meet all the current building codes the codes have changed thousands of times since my house was built so you just have to accept that and move on and somebody who's buying an older home they're typically going to understand that as well now the ones who really freak out typically on it are first-time home buyers oh it doesn't meet code and and somebody has to sit them down and explain yes you're buying an older home not everything's going to be to current code and not all cities have the same codes either so you have to keep that in mind also so th there's a lot of things that go into it when you have a home inspected it is not when you look at that inspection report it is not the bible it is just a guide all right 1-800-288-9227 that's 1-800-288-9227 rick in fort worth welcome to wbap what can i do for you yes sir great listening to you uh thanks i had a question i'm building a house and uh the builder uses a spray foam insulation on the walls and the roof Okay. Uh, but I've read some uh, bad reviews are, you know, conflicting reviews saying that it's not, uh, you know, it's not that good because if there's a leak or something, uh, there might be issues where you can't tell. But I understand there's two different types of insulation on the foam, open cell and closed cell. There is. Uh, and, and I'll give you my take on, on all of this. I love spray foam insulation, inch per inch. It is the highest R value you can get. The problem with spray foam insulation, so when they encapsulate the whole house, it seals so well that the humidity level in the house can only be controlled by your air conditioning system now. The house no longer breathes to, to allow bad air to escape out and stuff like that. So you have to bring fresh air in through the air conditioning system, which makes you very dependent on your mechanical unit always working the way it's supposed to and so a lot of these houses end up with what's called sick home syndrome they, they tend to grow mold and stuff in them in order to avoid this it's very simple you foam the walls because that's where you have limited space but in the attics you use fiberglass insulation because it breathes and you can get whatever R value you want because you got the space to stack the insulation up and if the builders would follow that, they wouldn't have such problems that they're having with some of these homes. Uh, and there wouldn't be all these bad reviews. As far as the difference, you got the open cell, closed cell insulation. A closed cell insulation will not absorb moisture. The open cell will absorb and hold moisture much like a sponge does. So if there is a leak, it holds it, holds it against the wood and can cause wood rot. Okay, so actually the open cell is bad? Well, I personally really don't care if it in my walls if it's open cell or closed cell uh, because there are advantages and disadvantages to both of them. One of the huge advantages if you're using the uh, closed cell is obviously if water does come through, it kind of runs off like, a, like it's hitting a piece of plastic or something. However... At that, you never know that you've got the leak. So the water just runs down, it gets to the sill plate, and it's still going to end up causing wood rot down there. Where if you have the 
uh, open cell, yeah, it's coming in, things are getting wet, so you know you got to tear something apart, fix the leak, and build it back. So there, there's plus and minuses of both of them. I personally wouldn't worry about either one of them in my wall because okay. the wall is supposed to but, be there to seal and, and, and hold out moisture anyways. Okay, just don't do it on the roof? I just I would not allow them to do both the walls and the, the attic and everything. And, and I'm, I'll tell you a quick story. I've got a uh, one of my nephews works for me, and he built a house in Buda, Texas uh, about three years ago. And I told him the same thing. And he said, well, the builder insists that's the way they do it. He wasn't in that house three months, and they were dealing with mold issues because everything was sealed up so well. The air conditioner was missized. Uh, and by, you know, the just the, the plants you have in the house and people breathing and stuff changed the humidity makeup in the in the house to the point where it had mold growing in it and had to be addressed. So... All that can be avoided if if they would just listen a little bit, the and, and use common sense. I mean, up in the northern states where the foam started for the you know doing this encapsulation, it works great because it's being done for the cold weather, and it seals everything. And if you take an igloo, and it, this is the the analogy I always use, if you take an igloo ice chest, and you set it outside in Texas, in well, we're October right now. Set it outside right now. You open it up, it smells musty because it's it it's just kind of baking in there and, and sweating. You take that same igloo ice chest up to Minnesota and you set it outside. You open it up, it's still going to smell fresh and clean. The temperatures are different. The humidity levels are different. So the same building techniques that work in a northern state don't necessarily work here. Unfortunately manufacturers of these products want to sell to the entire country and the builders want to use stuff that's easy quick and and they that uh, they can sell as a higher r value make it more energy efficient and so that's where we run into these problems but if it was for me and when i when i do any remodeling or building foam in the walls fiberglass in the attic okay thank you you bet take care rick Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And every time I make these statements about the foam insulation, I get people who will say, hey, I, I love the foam. It works great. I'm not arguing that. I think it works wonderful as well. Properly used. And that's the problem. It's not always properly used. And Hi, Jim. How you doing? I just heard your show. I'm working on building a hidden compartment in my house, probably like a 8 by 10 room, and I'm going to be growing plants in there, and I wanted to know what you think I should use for ventilation or filtration. Hey, home, why don't you come along? Because I wouldn't want the house to smell strange. Yeah. Uh, hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery. Well, Sean, I gotta ask you a question. Are you gonna be growing illegal plants in there? <laughs> no, no, just just legal plants. You know. Just plants okay. Because otherwise, I'm not gonna tell you how to fix it up. So. <laughs> you know, strawberries, whatever kind of cool plants. Let me take you down. Here's more with Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. 
Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you get 10 windows for just $36.80. That's just a great deal. 1-800-288-9227. Alan, what can I do for you? Alan, are you there? I'm here. All righty. What can I do for you? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in my car on the phone here. Um, That's I have okay. A, um, I, 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 thanks for taking my call. I really enjoy your show, and you do a great job. I wanted to ask. Um, I caught your segment on the uh, foundation watering uh, just a few minutes ago, and yeah. I, I was wondering. I have a um, foundation that was put on cement columns. They 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 drilled down to uh, bedrock, I guess, and made some cement columns, and then let that cured, and then put the foundation on top of that. Um, okay. Is the same watering schedule would that apply to that foundation uh, as as opposed to a, just a regular uh, cabled uh, foundation? Actually, it typically does because uh, what a lot of people don't realize is even though they got the drilled piers down there, when the soil starts drying out, it'll reach down five, six, seven feet and sometimes even further and pull away from those piers, causing them to lose their, their load capacity. And so you just keep the soil moist to keep everything nice and tight against the piers as well. Interesting. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Got to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather here on WBAP. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is being made possible by James Hardy, the best siding on the planet. Visit THIPro.com and click on the James Hardy icon to learn more. That's a great site, and I have it on my house. I'll love it. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Don't forget, you can also check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information, as well as a place where you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week, and our membership site. And the membership site gives you the ability to shoot an email directly to me and I answer those emails myself. I don't have staff members that do it or anything like that. So when you when you use a membership site, uh, that's all directly to me. And again, you can get to, to that by going to THIPro.com. And as an example, some of the questions I get, uh, this came from Michael, a carpet pad. I was looking at carpet and a salesperson mentioned an upgrade to a pad with a moisture barrier. I've never heard of a moisture barrier with carpet. Is this a good thing or just snake oil? Well, there are probably times where a moisture barrier for carpet would not be a bad thing. The, the thing you got to remember is concrete is porous. Moisture tends to come through concrete. If we get a lot of uh, moisture in the soil and stuff, it can leach its way up. A lot of people who get effervescence, the, the, the white stuff that grows on concrete, is nothing more than moisture trying to come up through the concrete. Would a moisture barrier help stop some of that? Absolutely. But so does your air conditioning system. And so in most cases, a moisture pad for your carpet is just not necessary, especially if you're on a second floor absolutely not necessary uh, on rare occasions I can see where on some rare occasions it may be an okay thing on the first floor concrete slab but in most cases nah, not something that's needed uh, is it gonna be snake oil no but 
Is it something you need to spend extra money on? No. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-WBAP. Any home improvement question you have, feel free to pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Um, and, and looking at carpet as well, you know, there is a huge difference in the pads. The density of the pads is probably what you want to look at more so than if it's got moisture barriers and and things like that and the thickness of the pad and and I will tell you in some cases I think the pads have been getting too thick and dense to the point where they're not even nice to walk on anymore I mean you're sinking too far into it uh, the density just means how much cushion you're gonna have between you and the concrete floor the denser the 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 better the cushioning power of it is but I think when we get really over a half inch thickness, we're, we're getting into the, the realm of just overly doing it. Um, it also adds to the wear and tear on the carpet uh, because as you sink in the carpet, that just adds additional rubbing of the fibers. And that's actually what wears on the carpet is just a rubbing together of the fibers as, as, as you're walking on it. That's the reason you see the trails through the areas where you walk the most. You're rubbing the fibers together, it's rubbing, wearing, and so the further you sink, the more rubbing there is while that's taking place, the quicker the carpet's gonna wear. They don't tell you that when they're selling you the pads, but that's truly what happens with them. Now, some of the things you can do to avoid that is make sure you vacuum your carpet on a regular basis, and, and you would think that that's, yeah, rubbing it together and, and causing it to, to wear faster, but what it does is it removes any of the dirt and dust that gets into it because that cutting of those that dirt and debris down in there cuts the fibers and splits them and things like that and that's what gives it that that kind of fuzzy look so the more you vacuum and and literally vacuum it on a daily basis is not a problem the better that carpet the longer it will last when you do that so just a little tidbit on on taking care of the carpet uh, you know, a lot of times we think that the only uh, time we need vacuum is if we start seeing that there's debris and stuff on it. The more you vacuum it, the better off you'll be. Uh, you'll be amazed if you've ever gone into a, a house and pulled up old carpet at all the dirt that gets underneath the carpet and actually under the padding as well. And not all of it's dirt. Some of it is just from the carpet and the padding degrading turning to dust and then you know dropping to the bottom but you can see the sand particles and all that stuff and that's just from not vacuuming it on a real regular basis it's amazing what you can tell when you start tearing the house apart how that house has been taken care of anyways 1-800-288-9227 that's 1-800-288-9227 any home improvement question you have pick up the phone give me a call and i'll see what i can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Another one of the questions that had come in. I have a storage building, concrete floor, shingle roof, and four by eight sheets of siding for the sides. I plan on painting the sides and would like your opinion on the quality of paints. I have looked at Sherwin-Williams and Lowe's Valspar. Both seem good and both are on sale. Is one better than the other? Do you have a recommendation of another brand that would be better? Well, I got to tell you, 
my dad swears by Valspar, and he used to use a lot of Kelly Moore paint uh, and Sherwin-Williams, but he swears by Valspar because he used it on a place one time that uh, we really had figured we were going to have to do two coats, if not three, to cover up, and that paint just it, it covered it up in one coat and looked great and lasted. And ever since then, he's been a Valspar guy. Um, I know Lowe's carries Valspar. Ace Hardware carries Valspar. A lot of places do. The difference you got to look at on paints, the higher-end paints, and yes, they're going to cost more, uh, have less of the throwaway products in them. And a lot of people don't realize, realize it, but one of the products that makes up a lot of paint is the clay content in it. And so the cheaper paints have more of that in there, which makes them uh, fade and turn to dust faster, where you have to repaint the house. So if you and, and it doesn't matter if it's inside or out. So literally, if you are looking at painting, get the higher end paints, and you're typically looking at you know thirty five dollars a gallon or more, and get a good paint that you can put on once, and be done with it. And that doesn't mean you don't ever have to paint again, but what that means is it's not going to fade out quickly. Uh, I'm going to use my house as an example. I painted it 12 years ago when I moved in, and uh, yeah, it's getting time where it probably wouldn't hurt to paint the inside again. Uh, but it's not that I have to. I'm just kind of getting tired of looking at the colors, and it's time to redo it. So, you know, you, you got to keep up with that kind of stuff. And besides that, my wife's telling me it's time. So that makes it time to to take to get it done you know uh, just like everybody else i have a honey-do list that i've got to take care of as well and as i as i do the show from home a lot of times as i'm sitting here talking about this my wife's washing the windows outside so <clears throat> i would much rather be sitting here talking with you guys than washing the windows outside so uh but we all got our honeydews that we got to take care of mine's going to coming up where i'm gonna have to do the paint come back to texas home improvement it's like a sunny day in austin texas Without all the weirdos. Here's Jim Dutton. Huh, no weirdos in Austin? Politicians must be on break. <laughs> hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Advent Air, the comfortable solution. If you're looking for someone to take care of your air conditioning needs, Advent Air is that company that you need to call. Whether it's for getting a routine service done or you want a whole new system, call Advent Air. Alrighty, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Every year, there's more and more regulations on the on the different things we can do with our homes and, and how we can do them. And uh, whether it's an HOA telling you what color you can paint your house or it's the federal government getting involved in what kind of light bulb you can put in your house, more and more, it's being over-regulated. And it used to be if you built out in the county, you had no inspections and all that kind of stuff. You pretty much could do what you want. Well, they've done away with that now as well. There is an inspection service that you have to use if you're building in the county so that it still meets minimum building codes. And I actually own, I own a plumbing company and was not aware of some of the changes that were made. Uh, my master plumber was telling me about it as far as even plumbing has to be inspected now where it used to be if a county or 
if the city you were in had such a low population, I think it used to be 3,000 people, uh, there was no plumbing requirements and different things like that. You still had to meet, do it the way code said, but there was no inspections, and you literally didn't even have to have a plumbing license to do some of the stuff. Well, all that's changed now as well. And, you know, we talk about this from time to time as far as regulations sometimes getting overboard, but I understand why we need to get some of these inspections done. When I go behind and have to take care of problems that should have never happened, uh, and hopefully inspections would have picked it up, but unfortunately we a lot of times depend on city inspections that don't pick up the problems. If you are building a new home or doing a major remodeling on a home with, and maybe putting a big addition on or something like that, I get this question periodically. Should I hire my own inspector? And my answer is always, yes, you should. Unless you're capable of going in there and inspecting and checking to make sure things are being done the way they should be, I highly recommend that, yes, you hire a home inspector. Now, not all home inspectors are capable of going in and doing these new construction things. So you're going to want to talk with the inspector before you hire them. Uh, just, you want somebody with more than just book knowledge and that comes out and says, well, the book says it should be this way. You want somebody with some common sense because I got to tell you, when you're building, remodeling, especially remodeling, there are things that you have to do sometimes to tie stuff together that's not in the book. The book wasn't written for doing that. The book was written for normal circumstances. So do I recommend hiring an inspector? Absolutely. Just make sure you get one who's got some common sense and possibly, if at all possible, experience in being a contractor and building so they understand the things that you get into. Uh, and that's no different than when you're hiring an engineer. Unfortunately, a lot of engineers, all they know is what the book says. And they can't use common sense to figure out what's going on on certain things. Um, I know one. I gotta be. I know one down in Houston. Known the guy for years. He does great engineering work. But if the book, does, if he can't find it in a book, he can't figure it out. And that's not what we typically need when we're dealing with problems. We need people who can actually look. Use common sense and figure out what's going on. Much like we're trying to do with politicians nowadays. Get rid of the politicians and, and get some people in there with some common sense and and hopefully get them back out. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those who believes we ought to do term limits. Our, our, our founding fathers did not mean for us to be run by full-time, lifelong politicians. But that's we're off on a different subject now. Uh, back on subject. Contractors are typically a breed that have to be able to look at things and figure out how to do it. I mean, that's how I sit here and do the show. When you just when you call in and describe your problem to me, I'm sitting here listening and envisioning in my head what you're describing so I can figure out how to fix it. I don't have a, a computer up that's telling me what to, to answer, how to answer your question, or, or a book to look it up in. And so when you're hiring, whether it's an inspector, an engineer, or a contractor, Look for the common sense that they have. You're not hiring somebody just to put in a nail. You're hiring somebody to make sure they know how to get it in the right way. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 1-800-288-9227.
Here's the short answer with real estate expert Todd Tremonti. So you're thinking about buying a house and you're wondering if the fall is a good time to do that. The answer is actually yes. Believe it or not, all across Texas, September, October, and even into November are great times to buy a house. Part of the reason for that is that sellers traditionally view this time of year as a bad time to sell, and they tend to be more negotiable on price. It's not a terrible time to sell, but thinking about this from a buyer's perspective, interest rates are still very attractive and very low. Homes are what they are year round, but seller's mentality tends to be a little bit more flexible towards the end of the year and even into the earlier parts of winter. So if you're thinking about buying a home across Texas right now, great time to do so. Make sure you talk to a really great lender up front and get yourself with a really good real estate professional so that you have a good game plan going in, but the fall tends to be a really, really great time to do that. We tend to see that September, October, and like I said, into November, each month represents about 8% of our total annual sales, which is almost completely an even distribution throughout the year. So if you have questions about buying a home or really anything else real estate related, give me a call. I'm Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty, and you can call me at 844-404-SOLD or check us out online at overunderagent.com. And now back to Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. And hey, if you miss any of the show, make sure to listen to our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon at THIPro.com. In fact, when you go to THIPro.com, make sure you sign up for our newsletter. It goes out every other week. It's a free of charge. gives you all kinds of tidbits, information, where we're going to be, when we're going to be, helpful tips and, and uh, you know, just things to make life easier with your home. Got a home improvement question? 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Uh, since I don't have any calls coming in, I'm going to answer some more email questions that I have. I would like to know about Rhino Shield. I have not heard very many callers ask about this product on your show. I have a mobile home with hardy siding and it shows small cracks between the sheets of the hardy siding panels running pretty much the length of the sheets. It seems to be worse during the cold months than during the warmer and summer months. These cracks close up more on the sides of the trailer that have full sun. I am really more concerned of having these cracks sealed than having to have painted, but that would be a plus. Okay. The gaps, the cracks between siding on when you're using hardy siding like that, you actually leave a little space and fill it with caulking. And they make an expandable caulk that you can fill it with. They make a regular one for hardy, or you can use a, a product like Big Stretch or something like that that's paintable uh, to fill those gaps because building materials all building materials expand and contract with temperature changes so absolutely this can be addressed and as far as the rhino product it has some elasticity to it so but they would clean it out fill that gap first with caulking and then put the siding on the thing you would find though is because they have ceramic beads in that siding it reflects some of the heat especially on a trailer home because the walls are typically not as insulated as a regular house, what you would find is your home would become a lot more comfortable because it's reflecting the sun's heat rather than just allowing it to build up 
in the insulation and then into the home, causing your air conditioning system to have to work a lot harder. So there are some advantages. And, and those ceramic beads, you really don't see them. They're, they're very small, but they're mixed in with the colors and everything. And so it acts much like a radiant barrier to reflect that temperature. Uh, just one of the benefits of using the Rhino Shield product. But that elasticity is another great benefit because whether it's hardy siding or just plain wood or any other building material, brick or anything, it all expands and contracts with the temperature changes. Uh, you'd be amazed if you go across a bridge and you see that metal strip that kind of has the the zigzag in the steel, that's there for the expansion and contraction of the build, bridge building materials. And there's certain times you go across there and it'll have a, a two-inch wide gap and there, there's other times it's only a quarter inch wide. That's how much some of these building materials can change. I mean, it's, it's, it's really amazing. 1-800-288-9227. Paul in Flower Mound, what can I do for you? Looking for... I'm trying to avoid uh, something that a lot of our friends have gotten into, uh, nightmare bathroom remodeling projects. Uh, they yeah. found people. Uh, they get no callbacks from the general contractor. The subs change their phones every week, and nobody can get a hold of anybody, and three-week projects turn into four-month projects. I'm looking, I live in Flower Mound, I'm looking for someone, a reliable, dependable, quality contractor uh, who can do a bathroom remodel, shower, uh, a floor, uh, tub surround, etc. I've got tile in it now, I want to replace it with uh, new tile. Okay. Any, any suggestions, please? <laughs> okay, have you called the Texas Remodel Team? Uh, no. I haven't called uh, anybody. We're just okay. thinking about it. I haven't started with anybody. I listened to your show, and I thought, I'll call Jim and see what he recommends. Yeah, give give uh, Tim and uh, his guys a call over there at the Texas Remodel Team. Mm -hmm. uh, their number is 844-335-0024. Mm okay. And that's the kind of projects they love doing. Okay, Texas Remodel Team? Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking, uh, I'm kind of a fuss budget, and I like uh, quality work uh, to be done, not something that, you know, they slap together and it falls apart the next week or something like that. So uh, Absolutely. Uh, and and so, unfortunately, there's too much of that kind of work being done nowadays. Well, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of my neighbors are having things done, and people pull up in trucks with no signs on them, uh, no business cards. Uh, you know, they're, they're here today, and you... Uh, friends of ours spent a lot of money on a bathroom remodel, and they went through one of these store fronts and with a general contractor, and they, the guy wouldn't return their calls, and uh, uh, things were done wrong. And like I said, it took it took months to finish a project, which started out to be a couple of weeks project. So anyway. Yep. Okay, I appreciate the info, uh, Texas Remodel Team. I'll give them a call. All right. Take care. Thank you, Jim. You bet. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Danny and Kaufman, what can I do for you? Hello. How you doing? 
Just fine. What can I do for you? Well, we built a house about 25 years ago, and I all the trim and the cabinets are stained wood. Uh, a pink wood looks like a goldish tint. Uh, when I'm getting ready to paint now and remodel a little bit, is there any way to refresh or redo or redo stain to make it new again or sure. whatever? It's it's not blistering or peeling or anything like that, correct? No, no. It's okay. Twenty five years old. Yeah. What what happens is it gets a lot of build up on it, you know, from cooking and stuff like that. And uh, uh, really, one of the best things you can do is a really thorough cleaning with a um, uh, a home mix. And if you'll take uh, linseed oil and it's, it's a boiled linseed oil and mineral spirits. Oh, okay. And mix that up. And mix it 50-50 and use a double-knot steel wool to scrub those cabinets. It'll just it'll take all that buildup over the years off of it. And the oil actually goes into the, the wood and, and revives it again. The mineral spirits are stripping everything off. And what you're going to find, though, as you're using this, the mineral spirits will tend to uh, dissipate. And so if the product starts becoming a little tacky, just mix a little bit more mineral spirits into it uh, and, and continue doing it. A quick side note on it, though, do not take the rags that you use to wipe clean and, and all that stuff and put it into a plastic bag. This mixture actually, if you know, if you do that, would sit over there and smolder and, and can catch fire. Okay. So once you're finished, wash those rags out and stuff and then and leave them out to dry. What about the wood that's like in the living room or the bathroom or the trim around those doors? I, I, every trim door has got stained wood in it. Yep. Th this can be used on even fine furniture. Uh, where this mixture comes oh. from is whenever... When, uh, if you're doing antiques, uh, it, it actually, to redo an antique piece of furniture and redo the finish, will take value away from that piece of furniture. But this goes in and cleans them up and makes them look really good again without redoing the finish. So you still got the old finish, but all of it's cleaned up real nice. And so you can, you can do the paneling on the walls, you can do the doors, the trim, everything. And you don't have to put anything like as long as as long as the existing finish is is still good that's on there yeah uh this this will revive it and and bring it back okay and can you say those two products again Reynolds yeah it's boiled boiled linseed oil okay and mineral spirits all right i'm gonna give it a try all righty you take care bye-bye Remember, knowledge is power. Power. Get more knowledge about home improvement by signing up for Jim Dutton's free newsletter online at THIPro.com. Better yet, become a Texas Home Improvement member and get more knowledge and more power and more Jim Dutton mojo. THIPro.com. Now here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. 
Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Cadell Electric for all your electrical needs. 214-329-4567, cadellelectric.com. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. Let's talk with David in Oak Point. Welcome to WBAP. Hey, how you doing there, Jim? Doing great. How about you? Oh, excellent, excellent. I just wanted to share something with you real quick. I had a uh, a home, and I had a, a separate building, a garage, that was 100 feet away from it. And it had a buried electric line under the ground going from the home to the garage. Well, somewhere along the way, it broke. And... You know, all the estimates I got were like six to seven hundred dollars to trench a new line and throw in a new wire. And this old farmer came up, and I actually located the break uh, with my truck and an AM radio. Really? Yes, sir. Uh, what I did is I disconnected the electric from the house, so I because that's where the power source was coming from. And I twisted the two wires together, and now I'm doing this with the help of this old farmer. I mean, he's 90 years old and been around the block quite a few times, but we twisted the two wires together. Then we ran another wire out to the spark plug wire of my truck, started the truck, and used an AM radio just off the dial of any station in between stations uh-huh. and i picked up that signal from the truck every time that spark would fire it would make like a tick sound in the radio and i waved that radio or we waved that radio over the ground Yep. From the house to the garage, and sure enough, we got down, I don't know, about 25 feet away from the house and picked it up, dug the hole right there. It was about three feet down, and a root had grown and split the wire in two. Yep, it happens. And by just using the, the truck that I guess there's an RF frequency or whatever that comes off of your... Oh, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they, just the electrical current itself will do that. You know, that little music I, I had uh, play there for a second means I got to take a quick break. But yeah, there's a lot of different ways to find things. And unfortunately, a lot of times we don't want to find the stuff. It's easier to replace it. I will say, though, typically on a broken electrical line underground, they normally want to replace it because most of the repairs will eventually go bad so make sure you have that marked because if it does go bad again you know where to to dig it up you've worked hard all week it's time to kick back and relax okay that's enough now get up and fix something this is texas home improvement with jim dutton Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I want to remind everybody, check out our website, THIPro.com. 
thichipro.com. That's T-H-I-Pro.com. There you'll find links to all our different sponsors, people who can truly help you out with all the projects you got going on. And, uh, you know, with that, I know I'm running out of time here. I've got two callers online. I wish you had called earlier when I really needed some calls. But uh, on the bathroom remodel, you know, if you're remodeling a bathroom, one thing i got to make sure that everybody follows, don't put sheetrock behind tile in the shower or tub surround. Make sure you use a concrete backer board. Hardy makes a great one, but there's many others out there as well. But you want to make sure you use a concrete backer board back there so that you don't have any issues. And as far as putting a vent range hood in, you know, a lot of times we think it's got to go up through the through the uh, roof. It does not. You can pipe it out to one of the soffit vents and have it dump out a soffit vent rather than taking it all the way up through the roof if you don't want to go up through the roof. Makes it much easier to install, but do not, under any circumstance, let it just dump into the attic. You do need to dump it outside because a lot of the air that you'll be bringing out will have you know grease in it and stuff like that. Even though it's a fine mist, over time, it can build up and cause you a lot of problems. Not to mention, you'd be dumping tons of humidity into the attic. So you never vent a bathroom or your range hood into the attic. With that, I want to thank everybody for listening to Texas Home Improvement this week.